Welcome to another episode of the Make It Sense okay. podcast. That this wasn't is, so bad. That wasn't result. so bad. You hear the result of bullying? That wasn't so bad. Well done. No, encouragement. Bullying. Encourage, encouragement. We need everyone to let us know that Kalisha's intros are always perfectly fine. Okay? So, yes. Got <sighs> See, myself, they, K here. They get on me all the time. <laughs> I say one thing and they turn me into the Grinch. Sam anyway. here. And the one and only Jay. So, how have you lot been this week? Oh well. Not bad, not bad at all. Can't complain. Can't complain. Shouldn't complain. Ticking Good over, ticking Give thanks for life, as they say. Amen, mm-hmm. amen. Amen. Mm. So, what are we discussing today? What is financial literacy? Cool. What is it? it? Sounds very good. It does, though. Um, so, it kind of, the idea of, of the episode kind of came to me from a conversation I was having with Francis. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about all the different episodes we've done. And, you know, he's kind of thinking, you know, obviously we try and make it quite broad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we touch on any number of things, you know. So we touch on government staff. Uh, I mean, political staff. We touch on loads of things, right? Mm-hmm. But staff, the right. core mm-hmm. of why we're here and the core of why we started this podcast was to educate people on the subject yeah. of financial literacy. Absolutely. Um, so I just think it would be good for us to have a conversation to, to really understand what financial literacy is. Mm-hmm. Um and just keep it at the forefront of our minds so that we always deliver that. Yeah. Because I think that is the thing that is being pushed and that's the thing that is needed. Yeah. Uh, and in my opinion, often having having a good income or having money coming in is being is seen as the same as being financially literate. And, and I don't not. think it's the same. Yeah. I think there's a, as I said in previous episodes, I think some people, some of the people with the most money are probably the most financially illiterate. Mm. Uh, but it's masked by the fact that they have money to keep on covering their mistakes with money. You okay. Know? So to you guys individually, what is financial literacy to you? So do you want me to tell you what I think it is or should what I tell you what I read on Investopedia? What do you think <laughs> it is? <laughs> <laughs> and I will give you the Investopedia um, kind of uh, description. But for me, so before I read that, I would have said it's just understanding all, sim- simply understanding how money works mm. and how you can use money to do certain things, mm. right? How you can use money to have your life a certain way uh, to help and influence people in and around you, um, understanding all the different things that you need to, all the decisions you need to make just to have full control over your money. Mm. And I think that's the thing, understanding how everything that impacts your money and what you can do to make that impact be what you want it to be. Yeah. Mm. I think similar to that, I think it's understanding every aspect of your money. Um, also understanding how you can make grow it, mm-hmm. um, understand what mistakes you're making and how you're losing it. Um, and sometimes that's literally being oblivious and not knowing that something's happening with your bank account or mm-hmm, what mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. fees you're paying and stuff like that. I think it's just understanding a bit more where your money's going, how you're spending it, how to make it, how to stretch it, mm. just fully not not literally knowing what you earn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me, it was just information and knowledge about how money works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what, it really. Yeah, what yeah. impacts and its value. And I think value. this pod has helped me helped me to grow and look into it look more. into it much definitely. more yeah, yeah, it's yeah. much more than just information and knowledge yeah definitely definitely that's probably been for me one of the pluses of doing this pod it's not just you know meeting the people and getting that gratification of people saying that we're doing a good job mm. it's the fact that it's it's made me learn so much more things that i probably wouldn't have yeah because i need to give you yeah, affects your exactly, day-to-day life exactly. definitely so it's definitely grown my knowledge of finance um so yeah i'm appreciative from that yeah. point of view before i do the disclaimer so like jerome just said 
we are always always learning so like i always say no topic is basic so if there's a topic you want us to cover or something you think we haven't spoken about let us know and we'll talk about it because this is the reason we're putting this information it isn't simply just experts talking to you because as you know you've been listening to us for a while now yeah we ain't that we We all bring something different we've all got different ideas most of the time i learn as we're recording (laughs) (laughs) honestly well same here so um but yeah i'm gonna do a disclaimer before we talk to you about why financial literacy is important and what it is um as you know everything well you should know by now everything that we give you is research based and you should take it as food for thought rather than fact always 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 do your own research before signing up to anything making financial decisions making personal decisions mm-hmm. it's just the motto for life isn't it make sure you know before you sign up or do anything so yeah keep that in mind and mm. we'll move on to cool man like jay, man like jay. <laughs> jamaican jay i'll have you know that's my latest Twitter name. I might change it soon. Who knows? Are you going to give us the Investopedia? I am right now. So according to Investopedia, financial literacy is the education and understanding of various financial areas, including its topics relating to managing personal finance, money and investing. This topic focuses on the ability to manage personal finance matters in an efficient manner and includes the knowledge of making appropriate decisions about your personal finance, such as investing, insurance, real estate or housing, uh, paying for college, university, budgeting, retirement, and tax planning. So essentially, to just cover those three, kind of the key areas within financial literacy, according to Investopedia, are investing, insurance, real estate, paying for college, budgeting, retirement, and tax planning. Mm. So it's understanding or doing or having knowledge of those areas. And I think those areas, if you take the time to understand all of those areas, financially, you could do better than the person who doesn't. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how yeah. it's seen. And so, Investopedia is an American website because uh, it went on to talk about the fact that I think there is an organization that's been set up in America to address financial literacy because they recognize it as an issue. And the number I saw was, I think, 67% of Americans are financially illiterate. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, I, I worked in a bank for a few years and you see it firsthand how financially illiterate people are and the issues that face they face yeah. because of it. Um, so, I think for me, it's... I think what I wanted to understand for this episode is how much of that do you guys feel comfortable with yourselves? Mm-hmm. Those, so those top, mm-hmm. those areas I broke down which are within financial literacy and how much of that do you think the general public are probably aware of? Okay, so you said, so you said investing, so, yep, insurance. So investing, insurance. Okay, let's break it down property, one by one. Okay. So how much, how comfortable are you guys with the topic of investing? I'd say I'm basic level. So <laughs> much more to know, so much more to read. I think similar to that, yeah. I've, I feel like this pod has definitely helped me a lot more. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm where I need to be. I'm, I need to take more time out to do that, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, and I'm not yeah. scared to go and do research or to ask questions because I think prior to that, where I didn't have no knowledge, when you don't mm. know, you'll be like, oh, do not forget about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool. yeah. I, I look at it another day, but now I have some basic knowledge, then I want to know more. Mm. So. Mm-hmm. so would you say you would know, if you wanted to know how to invest, you'd know how to? Yeah. Or you know where yeah, to yeah. start and look yeah. for the information? Yeah. yeah. Fine. Okay, insurances. How much do you know about your insurances? Do you know what they cover you for? Do you know how much, do you regularly check how much your premiums are if they're going up? I do. Yeah, I feel like I'm quite good with that just because I don't like to waste my money. So mm-hmm. if I'm paying for something or I'm entitled to something, I want it to be worthwhile. So I try to keep on top of all of those things. Fine. Yeah. I do, but I say I'm bad because I have a certain insurance that I need to get and I haven't got. Mm. Got you. So, and I know why I'm putting it off. And I shouldn't. Yeah, the yeah, position yeah, yeah. that I'm in, I shouldn't be putting Why it Why do off. you think you put it off? Because I don't have kids. Mm. Okay. And I think, what's the point if I don't have kids? 
But well, then because of the certain assets and certain things I have, I should actually should have, have it. it. Yeah. yeah. Or I, I'd, I'd question that. So I would say you'd only have it. Who are you wanting to leave the money to? If I say it now, because I don't have kids, it would be to my sister. Well, then, yeah, then you should do it then. That's fine. I think if you really think there's no one you want to leave it to, then maybe don't take out the insurance. And I, I think you maybe you're alluding to life insurance, I imagine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hide it very well. Um, but yeah, that's an important one. I think we've covered it before. If you don't have someone that you think you need to be leaving money to, then maybe don't take out the insurance. But if there is absolutely anyone that, yeah, I do want to leave their money, then do it. Yeah. I think that's an important topic simply because I think there's a number of things. People that are overinsured, underinsured, mm-hmm. people that have, you know, when we covered insurance, haven't f- uh, answered the questions, when we covered life insurance, sorry haven't answered the questions properly and are incorrectly covered. Mm. And then when they need to claim they can't, they can't. that's for me a massive issue in terms of your financial literacy yeah. because that's money you've A, spent out in terms of your premium and B, you're not getting back in because you're not you're outside of the terms and conditions mm. of your agreement. So it's un, it's for me, it's getting away from an, a, a place of I've taken out of insurance, I've done my bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's just the very start. start. It's mm-hmm. understanding your insurance, mm-hmm. understanding, making sure it's going to do what you need it to do at all times mm. so if any of your circumstances change from when you signed up making sure that you're mm. still going to be okay um regularly yeah, uh, if you don't they won't pay you out exactly yeah. regularly reviewing because the situation may change you may have got a life insurance for 300k when you had one child you've now had another two you need to up it mm. you should maybe have upped it a while ago you not when there's two new kids are like five and six now because it's gonna be that more expensive yeah, yeah. so i think it's being able to understand, so coming it back to what financial literacy is for me, is being able to understand all the different little things like that, decisions you can make to efficiently use your money, Mm-mm. you know? And, and I think the reason why it's so important for me, and I'm quite passionate about this, is because, for instance, in our demographic, we'll have a lot of people that are making money from music, from sports, um, even in business, right? Mm-hmm. And I often think we're taught or we're very much focused on making money. We're always taught you need to go and make money, make mm. money, make money. I don't think we're ever taught or encouraged to make use of money. Yeah, yeah. That's a good thing. Um, I think a couple of months ago we posted this on our Making Sense Twitter as a quote. It says, if you can't manage 1,000, you can't manage 10,000. Mm. You don't suddenly learn how to handle money by amassing more of it. This is why a lot of lottery winners lose it all. 100%. Financial literacy is not a side effect of wealth. Wealth is a side effect of financial literacy. Yep. 100%. Yep, yep, yep. 100%. So, so true. 100%. Um, and I think it's just, it's scary because I think, you know, some people have money. And I think, as I said before, the mistakes they make are, are covered by the fact that they have more money. Yeah, but that yeah. eventually ends. Yeah. And even if it doesn't, right, I think what I want to get people into space is understanding the opportunity costs mm. that you're losing out on. So, yes, I've got enough money to live recklessly or make bad decisions and I'll be okay. Mm-mm. right? I'll always be okay. My thing is, are you not looking at how good you could be, could be yeah, if yeah. you're using your money wisely? How much more could you have? How much mm-hmm. freedom could that now get you? Um, and I think, do you think there's enough focus on financial literacy in this country? As of yet? I know there's no. podcasts like ourselves and I've seen one or two resources, but how do you think would be, be the best way to tackle it? I think it needs to start, and we've spoken about this before, I think it needs to start from early. I think it needs to start from schools. It needs to be part of the normal curriculum, something that you're taught that you have to think about Mm -hmm. from early so it becomes Mm -hmm. habit rather than a course in university where you can choose not to do it. It needs to be the it norm. needs to be the norm from so early. You think it needs to be a subject in schools. Oh, 100%. definitely. And I think that from you need to be prepped 
in advance of when you start making money. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I think we somewhat need to normalize some of these topics because not all Definitely. of them are sexy. Or when you start giving money, like when you give money to kids as pocket mm. money, mm. that is... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it needs to start from as early as that. I think my biggest issue is unless you're into finance or work in finance, a lot of these topics aren't naturally interesting. Mm-hmm. Like knowing about your insurances, your investment funds, tax planning, all that kind mm. of stuff. It's not necessarily interesting. And let's be real, we've got a lot of distractions these days. Exactly. So I do think it kind of needs to be normalized and be taught more as a subject. Yeah that you need to know mm-hmm. um not necessarily that's going to be interesting or you know and i think it can be interesting definitely it right? can, and if, but the thing is some people will find it interesting it's like exactly. any subject exactly some people like it some people don't but it's just information that you have to know mm. but i think okay here's another question what's kind of the base level uh, of financial literacy do you think people need to know do you, so for me i think it's a case of just understanding what these things are meant to do understanding the key terms and all that kind of stuff yeah mm. interest mm-hmm what is yeah. interest? What is an uh, what does a current account do? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, basic like what is a credit card? What is an overdraft? Just like the basics that you would get when you're sixteen or yeah. eighteen when you're first starting out. The benefits to some of those, the drawbacks to some of those. Um, it should cover budgeting, managing your yeah. money. What mm-hmm. happens when money goes into my account? Mm. Um, what happens when money goes out of my account? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, even transfers like money transfers because everything we're doing is online yeah 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 um all of things it can start from as basic as that to then going on to i don't feel like investment should be seen as super expert level because it's not i think that once you get to the age of like what 18 21 or 18 really then you should have the conversation about okay i make this much but how do i make it silently grow is there anything i can do talking about isas and Mm -hmm. saving and stuff like that but yeah, I think it can just keep increasing as you get older and older. But I definitely think it should start with the basics, like Kalisha yeah. said, of those bank accounts and stuff like that. And mm. then it's going to change. So I could be saving when I'm 18, 20 pounds a month. But as I get older, I'll be saving 200, 300, 400, mm. 500. So the level of understanding will have to grow as well mm. in terms of savings. So. Fine. Can I ask you a question on this list from Mesopedia? How do you guys feel about your... Um, real estate or property investing knowledge so i have a decent working knowledge i haven't invested in real estate as of yet uh but there's a property podcast called the property podcast that i listen to um just to keep aware of what's going on so that's Mm -hmm. where i find out about developments happening in in the northern powerhouse Mm. um about the ripple effect about you know where prices are in london so i i've got a decent understanding of how property prices work Mm. what impacts property how you can use property to make money whether it be hmos whether you're renting out the entire property Mm. i just haven't done it yet Um, but i work in finance and i have aspirations of doing that Mm -hmm. so i don't know if that's the norm for everybody but i i wouldn't think the joe public would know until they're ready to buy a house yeah and that's the thing i was gonna say i'll say i'm just below jerome Mm. and i'll say i usually go on google and i research okay what um the house prices are looking at looking at in certain areas mm. in, in three to five years time i probably want to buy again so roughly how much do i have to save and yeah i look at that probably once every three to four months yeah. because i know what i want in the next two to five years yeah. mm. so that's something i do because that's what i want yeah and i think people only usually search things based on what they want what they yeah, want yeah, yeah. yeah i think also when we think about property investing we talk we think about purchasing properties no not living as an investment property but there are so many other ways as well like group property investing and literally yep. people that look properties you know the guy that when we had the wcan yeah um event when we went to that um there was a guy just talking about all of the investments he makes and it's literally just 
investing small amounts in a number of different schemes and then flipping them. Mm-hmm. So there's that option that I feel like we don't really talk about. We literally talk about purchasing a home to live in and then purchasing our investment property that we're going to rent out. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. kind of how far it goes. Definitely. Definitely. That's how it right. seems. Remember, you don't always have to do it by yourself. Yes, and that's exactly. what we always think. You can mm. do stuff as a group. You mm. should do stuff as a group. Yeah, yeah. You, <coughs> you need to anyway. What about, um, it says here, paying for uni. I think that's an interesting one. I'll say why I think that. Because over here we get our loans and stuff. But what's your situation in terms of paying for uni, student loan? Student loan? What's that? See? So <laughs> that long, long we, have, in we have those. <laughs> we have those. What about you? Did you take out a loan for? I didn't go uni. Okay, yeah. so didn't go uni, didn't have student loan, paid off your student loan. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of people like there like me that are paying off their student loan. But how much attention do you pay to your statement? Yep. Um, I remember being in college and our, one of my English teachers saying something like, oh, um, yeah, but I'm still, still paying off my student loan. And I remember sitting there thinking, rah. But I didn't realise that, this was college, so what, 16 to 18? Yeah. I didn't realise that number one, te- your teachers weren't that much older than you then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, but then also, I just thought, rah, still paying off your student loan. But it's a thing. It's a thing to just be paying off your student you loan know what? for life. And it's something to pay attention to because my friend actually tweeted about this. She mm. didn't know that she paid off her loan over a year ago. And she was and still H- making payments. They were still yeah. taking money off Yeah, her. you have to be on top of it. You I have was, to be on top of I was. it. Yeah. I phoned them the month before I made my last payment to say, look, but after this next one, leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just to get an updated mm. balance, because you know there was, was a year ago that people were phoning up and realising they had overpaid by certain amounts and you were getting that lump sum back. They were either asking you whether you want it back or you want it to go towards your mm. towards your actual payment. I think yeah. they said to me that I'd overpaid by like £6. I was like, uh, keep it. Yeah. There's no point transferring that money to my bank account. I think it's not too hard to track because you get your statement, you, you see it statement. coming out of your payslip every month. So that's all I did. I had a simple spreadsheet. Yeah. And I'd have, okay, this is my opening balance for the year. These are the payments that are going mm. off month by month. And I know I just whittled it down. Yeah. But um, how many people just not ignore it because you can't ignore it. It comes out of your pay every month. Mm. But how many people just see it for is what it is, a second tax. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, pay- I'm making the payments, not really checking if it's actually dent in the amount because there's interest being put on top of what you owe. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think there's a lot of people out there who have gone to uni, who have got their student loan and it's just like, okay, well, paying it back as I can. I'm not even going to think about it. Cause yeah, it's just definitely it's the younger stressful. generation because it's just considered as another tax for them. Yeah. Um, I think it's something in terms of university or education as a family is something. I think we need to kind of move to the American model of when you know you're having a child, you start, start thinking away about for them. You mm-hmm. how they how you're going to finance their education. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the model we're now going to have to move to, um, and it's how to do that. What what investment vehicles you use for that, and it, that's kind of the things that as part of financial mm-hmm. literacy you need to be aware of. Uh, one thing, a topic for me, or one angle for me is how much do you think mindset possibly need to change in terms of being able to make efficient decisions underneath financial literacy I think that's probably the most important mm. and I think it's unlearning like what we've been taught I think that's the main thing and what, what are those things you think we've been taught that we need to unlearn quickly um, saving for just the sake of it like I said that was one of the things that I used to do mm. um hmm because even like that, was it, OT Bop? One of the lines yeah. is, saving's boring. I think that's like one of the f- <laughs> opening lines. Mm. Yeah, and probably not seeing saving as a chore. Yeah. Understanding um, what you're saving for. for. Yeah. Understanding why the need to save. Um, Understanding that money does not just come and go. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that we need to kind of get away from a mentality of a lot of our self-worth being tied up in the possessions of money or to perception of money that we have so okay do you think we need to get to a space where people are comfortable 
looking like they haven't got money knowing they do i feel like that's extreme i get i 100 percent get what you're getting at but mm. i think it's extreme i think that we need to get comfortable with not looking like we're advertising for social media or get comfortable not trying to show something to somebody you know, mm. you know how people say how would if um if the whole world was blind would you make the same amount of effort that you do are you doing things for yourself mm. or are you do because i i've think that life is stressful working the job is difficult and you should be able to reward yourself however you want however are you being sucked into rewarding yourself in certain ways because society tells that you have to do that mm. so i feel like no we shouldn't have to be looking like we don't have money because there are homeless people that don't have money do we mm. want to look like that no mm. but we need to like i feel like we need to pull it back a bit because i feel like our generation so. is is i don't know with the advertising and the social media and all mm. that i feel like we're just taking it a bit overboard Mm. Do you know what I think we need to get comfortable with? Talking about money in general. Mm. Mm. But to what extent? Because I think people talk about money. I think people don't talk about what they have. I think we talk about making money. Yeah. Mm. We, I don't think we talk about anything else. And I, I think maybe you sh maybe we need to be a little bit open about what we have mm. and how it, how it works for us. Mm. Yeah. And maybe how we can make it better. Yeah. Because we talk very generally and we don't really yeah, want to go We don't talk about numbers. About we we don't have, talk, yeah. But maybe we should actually start talking about numbers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, I think maybe being more comfortable talking about losing money, being more comfortable talking about what we haven't been able to obtain because of lack of money. So um, feedback that we got from the Universal Credit yeah. episode. Um, when Aya was talking about not being able to go to the zoo or Legoland, that touched a lot of people and it was like, actually, this is the reality. Mm. Some mm -hmm. people, some things are just not part of people's lives because they just can't afford it. So maybe more talks of what you're not going to have access to if you don't, mm -hmm. I mean, it's not obviously if you don't manage your money well because her situation has nothing to do with that, but maybe just understanding what you're going to have access to or not have access to based on the income that you have. Mm -hmm. Is it also maybe trying to find just more cost-efficient ways of doing things. Absolutely. Abs Honestly, yeah. that episode was an eye-opener for me because, <laughs> because I feel like there's certain things she mentioned that I was like, yeah, okay, cool. I'm looking into that, not because I necessarily need to, but how do I know I don't need to? Maybe yeah. I do need to. Maybe I do need to live. I just, I think I've said it before, but I feel like we really live in a way that we... um we feel like we can. And then when you look later on about, look at your savings pot or look at what you've been able to invest or the property you don't have, you realize, no, 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 I shouldn't have been living like that. Even though I was able to save a certain amount a month and, and still live like, no, I feel like people live on so much less and they're perfectly fine. Mm. And that's a lifestyle that I want to start adopting because I just think we waste money. Yes. So in general, we've had a brief discussion about what financial literacy to us mm. is to us. So for me, it's about the money you're bringing in, uh, the money that's going out, the risks that there are to your money, i.e. fines, i.e. losing it, i.e. poor investments, and just and, and knowing how to plan your money. And most importantly, as we kind of all agreed, it's your mindset towards money and, and seeing it more of a, as a tool and what that tool can get you. And I think this conversation is good because it might sound very similar to our first um, conversation, but I feel like with me, the money thing is something that you're always revisiting. Mm -hmm. It's not you're something you're going to master. So mm -hmm. the fact that we've yeah. had this conversation kind of fills me with ideas of what other pods we I want to put out other things I want yeah. us to yeah, to, um, to discuss because yeah. it's an ongoing thing it's yeah. something that should always be on the forefront yeah I think the main thing for me is if the more financially literate you are I think the less money you need to earn to be able to live a comfortable life yeah ah, very true. I think so. and I think that's why I'd like to true. get people into a space of being able to get to a comfortable life without needing to earn as much money as they think yeah. mm -hmm. because they're using the money they have most efficiently so with that being said Give us your ideas. I always say this and I'm going to keep saying it. There is no topic too basic. It, what does financial literacy mean to you? 
how do you think that it should be approached what topics do you want us to cover to lean towards that um yes because yeah. it's definitely a cornerstone of this pod and i want to try and keep us on keep track it of that, that way mm-hmm. definitely so yeah cool so now hopefully you're a little bit more financially literate or you can go and become so uh, and you definitely will be if you continue to listen to us so for myself kalisha and samantha peace out bye bye, bye.